0: Welcome to the Branded Podcast. My name is Nikki Arnsman. I'm a brand coach and creative consultant for modern female entrepreneurs who are on the pursuit of building a beautiful, purposeful, and profitable business in a digital world. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 10 of the Branded Podcast, another lovely solo session with just me, giving you education and empowerment for you to build a business that you feel proud of, excited to share with people, and looks and feels like the beautiful, badass business owner that you are. I want to talk to you today about the fear of running your own business. Now, from the outside looking in, it always feels like... Or it always looks like everything is amazing and you have all this freedom and this flexibility um, and you're able to build a business on your terms, which are all such great things if, if that's relevant in your world. But there's no shortage of fear when it comes to running our own business, um, whether that is around money and financials or around doing things strategically um about wasting time um there's there's a million things that come up with fear or fears that could come up in you building and running your own business so what i did was i went to my audience and i asked them what are the fears that you have in running your business i i literally asked them to tell me their biggest fears around their business and I had three themes that kept coming up in the answers that I was receiving. Now they weren't always the same exact answer, but if I could dissect down the answers that I were get I was getting, there was these three common threads through all of these answers, and I'm gonna share them with you today. And then I'm gonna talk about one of those um, that is the most talked about and the most relevant answer that I got. Um, and give you some ways to kind of combat that. Um, push that fear to the side and come out on the other side of it feeling good and confident. So the first one that I got was staying consistent and not seeing the growth that you want. So in multiple different ways, people had answered to me and they said, I'm doing all the things, um, I'm showing up and I'm still just not seeing the growth that I want or experiencing the growth that I want. So whether they just were talking about Clients or followers um, or leads on their email list, whatever it is. They felt like they just weren't hitting the numbers that they want to be hitting. The next one was money. A lot of people had a lot of fear around finances, whether bookkeeping, um, accounting, or making sure that they're spending their money on the right things, there was this strong, strong thread of having a fear around money. Um in terms of your business. And I, for one, fully understand that fear. I've been working a lot on my money mindset over the past couple months, and while I've come a long way, I still have a lot of fear that comes up around finances, whether that means Managing certain money um, in areas of my business or seeing the income come in that I want or consistently hitting that income over a long period of time, Um, making sure I'm spending my money in the right places, saving my money, putting aside money for taxes. There's a lot of factors that come into play when we talk about money and the finances and bookkeeping and all that having to do with our business. So I'm going to save that topic for an episode itself where I'm going to bring on a guest speaker who's very, very well versed in um, finance, financial aspects of our business. And I'm super excited for you all. So stay tuned for that episode. But the number one thing that came up when I asked what fears do you have around running your own business was saturation in your industry and staying relevant. So in multiple different ways, I got the answer of, I feel like there's a lot of people in my industry doing the same exact thing. How do I stay relevant Um, or how am I going to stay, continue doing business and continue getting business um, and signing clients and selling my services over time? When I feel like there's someone new who I feel might be even better at what I'm doing than I am popping up on the scene every couple months. And this came up for a lot of um, photographers or um, it was people in the wellness industry, um, stylists, definitely coaches, definitely consultants and graphic designers. I hear you. I feel the same way sometimes where there's just a lot going on in each other's industry. There's just a lot happening in the digital world, period. Social media in and of itself can be so exhausting because we're exposed to everything that we see. I understand that maybe years and years ago, The markets may not have been as saturated because it was much more um, typical for people to have a nine-to-five job and to stick with that one career for a really long period of time, but because we have an amazing opportunity to be really empowered by building a digital business um, and providing amazing services and offerings and doing something that we love to do that does give us that freedom and flexibility, there's just a lot more of it. And here's kind of my thoughts just on that um, topic in general. I think that over the last couple years, I'm going to say five to 10 years, but likely closer to the five, a lot of people have gotten a computer, gotten Wi-Fi, joined an MLM, or did, you know, decided to take up that passion that they had, turn it into a business, and they're sitting behind their laptop building a business. That's an amazing, amazing opportunity, and that we have that in in this day and age but here's the deal everybody is not cut out to be an entrepreneur it's just the reality of it everybody's brain is not wired to run their own business and I'm sure if you're listening to this, likely you are because you're doing the personal development, you're listening to podcasts, Um, you're checking in and doing the research, you're trying to learn new things. So likely you've got the wireframe to be able to build an actual profitable um, business and a successful business and one that you feel um, passionate about and happy to share with the world. But everybody is not that way. So a lot of people, majority of people, while they might be building in some capacity they are not cut out to be a leader to be an entrepreneur in that way so what's going to happen over the next couple years and sooner than later is you're going to start to see these people trickle off the scene so just because it might feel saturated right now doesn't mean that it's always going to be this way for the next x amount of years and then you're going to fall off the face of the earth what your job is to do is to stay consistent, is to stay in your lane, continue doing the work, continue showing up, continue peeling back the layers, and continue getting clear on what it is that makes you special and unique, which I'm gonna go into next because I think that that's the most important way for you to stay relevant in a field or a market where you feel like there's just a lot going on. Um, the other thing too is is that... Um, when you are, when we are running our own business, there is a certain mentality that is required, right? You have to have a growth mindset if you want to continue building a business. So operating your business from a a lack mind, like there is not enough out there, right? There's not enough people out there to buy what it is that I have to offer is is such a small-minded way of thinking. There are billions of people in this world and you likely need less than 5%, 5 to 10% um like of of your existing market in order to hit your financial goals. I mean there are billions of people in this world and while all of them may not be fortunate enough, fortunate enough to be hopping on the internet and checking out what it is that you have to offer a pretty grand chunk of them is available to that. So, Lose the idea that there's not enough out there or if your market keeps, if people keep popping up in your industry, um, targeting your same market or your same client or doing the same thing that you're doing, you're going to get left in the dust. The only way that you're going to get left in the dust is if you leave yourself in the dust. If you quit out early, if you throw in the towel, if you stop doing the work, or if genuinely you are just not cut out for entrepreneurship, that's the way that you fall off the map. And for those of you who maybe you realize, hey, I'm not cut out for entrepreneurship, which like I said, are likely not the ones listening to this. But if that's the case, you're gonna end up and you have the opportunity to end up working for somebody who is, right? So for somebody else who is heart-driven, who's building a beautiful, passionate, amazing business, and you get to be a part of that journey. And for some people, that is enough that is enough, that is enough to pay the bills, that is enough to be happy, to find joy in every single day, to work for an incredible boss, be a part of an incredible team, and be a part of an incredible business that's being built. So the joy, in running an amazing business and being cut out for entrepreneurship um, and having this incredible passion that you're putting out there into the world is that you get to give other people who maybe tried to run their own business and weren't great at it or weren't cut out for it or those who just never went on that journey and know that they're meant to help other people bring their dreams into the world. Those are the people who you want on your team. You want those kind of people in your world, backing you, supporting you, building your business with you, being there for you. And those are the kinds of people that you want to bring into your world and foster amazing relationships with. And that's the beautiful part of building a business right now. So here's the thing. You and your gifts are incredibly, incredibly unique. The experience that you bring to the table is unique and special and very, very needed. So when you talk about saturation in an industry or how am I going to stay relevant, you're going to stay relevant by differentiating yourself and creating a client experience that keeps them coming back for more and also gives them the opportunity to go out into the world and share about your brand and your business because they loved and they loved the experience that they had with you and with your brand so much that they have no choice but to go and talk about it more with other people and other people who are going to then trust their judgment and come and be a part of your world. And that's how you build an organic relevant business, no matter how saturated your industry gets. Now, We can dive more into what that client experience looks like, but just off the top of my head when we're talking about client experience, what I mean is what kind of cohesive experience are you giving to people across all platforms? Like what is your brand saying? What is your message? What does all your visuals look like? If somebody lands on your website and or lands on your social media and then they get on a call with you or they see you speak live in person, are they getting the same you across the board? Are they going to feel like, is that the person that I was like, is that the person I was talking to? Or even worse than that is if they go and see you live or get on the phone with you, without having seen your website yet and they love you on the phone and they uh, loved watching you speak live and loved what you had to offer and then they land on your shoddy boring website that doesn't that was probably a DIY project one super late night, right? When you were trying to just make it happen, which we've all been there, but maybe it's time for you to level up, right? So that your website and your visuals and all of that can meet your uh, the experience that your people have with you in person, on the phone, in your content that you're sharing. Right so what you want to do is you want to create a reliable experience a reliable client experience now this client experience runs deep into all parts of your business your onboarding experience what's it like on calls with you what's it like when somebody gets your product or service what 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 do they feel right what is it that, what is it that makes it special and unique? And then do they experience and feel that in all other areas of working with you? So these are all things that separate you from other people in your industry. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about what differentiates you from other people. Now, this is something that I'm incredibly passionate about because what your difference is, this is the reason why customers and clients choose you over competition or over other people in your industry. And without it, it will become very difficult for you to stay relevant, for you to grab the attention in a market that you feel is filling up. Now, it's never full. Let's just put that out there. There's never going to be too many of whatever it is that you have to offer because you are the only one who offers what it is that you have. People don't buy your product, right? They don't buy your service. They buy you. They buy the experience that they have with you. They buy into your story. They buy into what makes you important and relatable. That's what they buy into. They cling on to that. You do it yourself as a consumer if you really start to think about it. So there's never gonna be too much of something that you're gonna fall off the map, but it could make your job more difficult, absolutely. It could make it a little harder for you to stay relevant, for sure. And so what you wanna do there is you want to um, start to create a, Unique client experience, differentiate yourself so that you can avoid that difficult time of grabbing attention and instead hold on to your clients attention span long enough to build that know, like, and trust factor that's needed to continue turning your audience into loyal paying clients. So I'm going to share with you guys three ways that you can begin to hone in on what makes you, your brand different and exciting and unique. So the first thing is your products and your services. So I want you to think about, is there something that you offer that others aren't offering? So think about what has worked for you when it comes to your strengths. What do you love about your business? playing into whatever your strengths are in your business and what you love about your business can be game changer for setting yourself apart never mind staying authentic and avoiding burnout which are two major major uh, key players in you continuing to run a successful business so think about your strengths think about what it is that you love about your business and then start to think about how you can tie those into your products or services so you can show up more authentic and more passionately about about what it is that you're doing. You can literally look at your list of strengths and the things that you love and then put together a service and an offering around that, um, like I said, so that you continue showing up in that way. And an example of this would be If you are in the photography industry and you're chasing after shooting family photography because you feel like those are quick little chunks of money that you can make, but really your heart is in doing editorial stuff or doing just weddings, then you need to lose the family thing, create the space for you to have more opportunity with weddings and really start to hone in on the experience that you're bringing to your wedding clients and what that service actually looks like. So here's another example. In my one-on-one coaching package, Um, I offer tools from a creative perspective as well as a strategic perspective because I have 10 plus years of graphic and web design experience and I have a rich, strong history in bootstrapping a business from nothing to multi six figures and then selling that business without having a huge team. So you don't often see this in coaching industry and it's really nice for me and my clients because they don't have to go hire two to four different kinds of people to do coaching, one to do strategy, one to do the creative aspects of their business, one to help them figure out how they're going to scale their business. I kind of keep that all under one umbrella. And so that's a way that I differentiate myself from other coaches out there in, in my same industry. So the key here is just thinking outside the box, look at your life as a whole, not just your business and what strengths, um, and likes can you pull from other areas of your life to make your offerings a little bit more unique to you. So here's a couple questions you might want to ask yourself. What is something that people regularly ask for your help with, whether in business or not? And is that something that you could actually turn into a service or offering within your business and have it make sense and be relevant for your business? Another question is, is there a pain point that your clients have, even outside of the scope of what you're currently offering, that you could solve for them? Maybe it's something that they often are complaining to you about that you actually do know how to help them with, but it's not in what your, your service that you're working with them on right now, so you don't offer that, and maybe it's something that you want to tie into your service or offering just to simply differentiate yourself. The second thing that you can utilize in order to create a different, unique experience is your process. So this is how you work with clients. Is how you work with them unique or not done too often? Or is sol- is it solving a problem for an underserved group of people in your industry? Right. So really niching down who it is that you're serving. So a great way to set yourself in the par- in in your market um, is. When your services and products are pretty standard across the board, you can go in and switch it up, shake things up a little bit, and do something different. So the an, an example of this is I see people do this often in my industry and um, specifically in the graphic design industry. So one designer that I know, she's built her business around a two-week brand and website creation process. Um, an, a, a, And an example of that could be like HQ is an amazing, amazing branding company for building Squarespace websites. And um, they do offer one-on-one services, but they also offer a two-week like build to launch program that they run once a year where you can sign up, you buy a template and they walk you step-by-step through building it and launching it. And it's it's something that they do once a year, but it's a cool offering. It's something that differentiates them. Um, So this woman, what she does is she has, Um a two-week brand and website creation process. So from start to finish, it's two weeks long, and she builds your brand out, and in two weeks you've got your website up live. Another one holds a one-day workshop where women fly in from all over, they build their whole brand out, including their website, in a really cool group setting, along with her help. And so while the end result of both of those offerings, like woman A, who has the two-week process, and woman B who does the um like retreat style setting where people fly in for that and it's done in 48 hours the end result is probably pretty similar if not the same exact thing but the process is much different so think about your process here are a couple things to brainstorm on when it comes to this and maybe you just want to like mull on these questions How long do your projects normally take? How long do projects normally take within your industry across the board? Is there a way that you can switch up that timeline so that it's either shorter or um, is done differently? Are there any parts of the standard process that are generally a pain in the butt for your clients? So are there a part, is there a a part of your process or process in general in your industry that's, not exciting and not fun and very boring um, and a pain in the butt for your clients that you can either eliminate or take off their hands entirely and do it on your end, even if it's something that you end up outsourcing, to create the process that you give to them um, to create it to be more unique and more exciting. Um, And then the third thing to think about is how do you want to do business, right? Are you just doing things because that's the way they're done in the industry, but you might actually prefer a different way to do something. Start to sit down and map out your entire process from client enrollment into wrapping up a client and look at that entire process, see what it looks like out on paper, and then see if there's anywhere that you can switch things up, group group things together to make it easier on your client. And then in turn, you may actually be able to elevate your cost just by doing some of these things as well, which is always a plus. The third thing in differentiating yourself is your message. So do you have a strong opinion about something or a really unique story about why you do what you do or what led you to starting your business or how did you end up leaving your career and getting into this one? You want to use that story to set yourself apart because like I said in the beginning of this episode, is people want to buy and be a part of a brand that they can get behind and truly, truly feel connected to. Nobody wants nothing more than human connection. So the faster and the more uh, authentic way that you can create a human connection from a human being to your brand is how you're going to build that trust and trust equals sales. You guys hear me say this all the time. You should always be thinking about how can I build more trust? How can I become more reliable for my clients? So here's a, here's an example of this too with your message. Laura Belgray of Talking Shrimp, she's an amazing copywriter. Um, she partners up with Marie Forleo for the copy cure. She has a trucker mouth, this woman. Her emails single-handedly make me want to open my inbox in the morning. I love when I Get her emails. She talks a lot about pop culture and um, she ties that in to um, who her brand is and her messaging. She talks about real life situations and real things that happen. And she has an amazing way of tying them into her brand, into her services, into, into everything that she has to offer. Um, but she's got a no nonsense approach and it is what her brand's personality is. And I know that about her. So her message is one that is not traditional. It's not, it's not like, it's, it's risky and um, there's personality behind it. And do you know what risk and personality and um, edginess means? It means human because that's what humans are. There are so many different uh, parts of what make humans so special and so unique and so different and such dynamic beings in this world. And your brand should be a mirror image of that. So what she's done is brilliant. Um, She has made it, she's made me trust her brand. I know what to expect with her brand, which has made it really reliable. And I would, without thinking twice, work with her in some capacity just because of that. So here's a couple things to ask yourself when it comes to your message. Are there common beliefs in your industry that you find yourself disagreeing with regularly? And is that something that you can use as a platform for you building your business? Do you have a strong underlying story or why that would resonate with other people? So is there something special about how you got into what you're doing? Um, just something unique about your story or the reason why you're doing what you're doing that other people would really cling on to. Another question is what do you find yourself getting passionate about when talking to your clients? So a lot of times there's parts of our business that we, um, we don't put enough emphasis on, but when we get to that part of the process with our client and that, and we're talking with them about a certain part of our business and we get really fired up and excited and passionate about it, that's something to take a little mental note or jot jot down and see, is that, is that something that you can include more in your copy, in your marketing? marketing and in your message in order to call in more of your dream clients that really resonate with that part of your business that you are so excited and passionate about doing. So the goal, just to remember, the goal is not for you to be different just for the sake of being different. It's to be authentically you, using the skills and strengths um, that your unique life and you as being a unique human being has equipped you with, right? Because nobody can do what you're capable of doing in quite the same way that you can do it. So what your job is, is to dissect down all the parts of your business. And these are just three of them. Your message, your process, and your products and your services are three amazing places for you to start. Peel back the layers on those areas to get down to the unique parts of those, the parts that light you up the parts that are really exciting for you and the parts of that you could go on doing for years and years and years and continue diving into and continue perfecting and continue getting so damn good at them that these clients that you work with have no choice but to go and talk about it, but to go and share about it on social media. And that is how you stay relevant in an industry that you and your mind feels like it's filling up even though we know it's not actually filling up. So I hope that this was really helpful for you, Um, especially those of you who have expressed this fear around your business of feeling like you are not going to be able to stay relevant or you're in an industry that is... Constantly having new people pop up on the scene. So like I said in the beginning, is you're going to see this change over time. You're going to see the people who are not in it to win it, who don't have this skill set and who are not set out to be an entrepreneur or a leader fall off the scene quickly. And it's your job to just stay consistent, stay in your lane, continue doing the research, continue refining the parts of your business that I talked about on this episode and then continue showing up in that way. So I'm going to leave you all with that. If anyone's got any questions as always on anything that I talked about, please feel free to reach out over on my Instagram at Nikki Arnsman on my website, NikkiArnsman.com. Feel free to DM me or get in touch with me in any way that fit. um, You can always email me NikkiArnsman at gmail.com and I so look forward to connecting with some of you. Have an amazing day as always. Go out, do amazing things and I can't wait to hear from you.